Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Thanks for tuning in with me. I'm so glad to have you all here. I have a special guest um, on my podcast today. Uh, My special guest is someone that I have come in uh, community with while on Clubhouse. Uh, He's actually my first guest from Clubhouse. Um, And his name is Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Cordero. How are you? I'm good, Kevin. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing pretty well. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, We've been talking about this for quite some time, so I'm glad I was able to finally get you on. Uh, Yes, I was like, yo, I need to be in your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because I enjoy enjoy listening to you, you know. And I told you this before, um, I think what you're doing with your podcast is amazing. I do enjoy it. You know, I'm honored to be a part of it today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, we're going to talk about a few things, but before we get into that, I have to be honest with you. I'm high right now. Oh, no worries. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am high boots, and <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't think that was going to happen, but hey, here we are. There we are. And I'm not editing shit out of it, so... Here we are. So, you guys, uh, so Kevin, give us um, a brief background of who Kevin is, just brief, before we really start getting into our conversation. Well, Kevin is a 29-year-old young Black man in America. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Let me stop. Um, No, um, who am I? Um, I reside in Dallas, Texas. Um, I work in tech. And IT, um, I'm just a all around, you know, laid back guy. I enjoy traveling um, and fashion. Um, mm-hmm. Those, the, those two. If you know me, you know those are my go tos. Um, and yeah, I'm a family guy, um, friendship guy, and family. Those are very important to me. And yeah, that that's it. So, um, for the people who don't know you, I know that they hear, you know, a slight accent. Yes. Um, so do you mind, you know, tell, giving us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. So, well, I claim DC. DC is my second home. Um, that's where my family migrated to, but we are originally from Cameroon, which is in Central Africa. So my parents are from there. I was actually born over there. Um, And then I moved to D.C. when I was 16 years old. Um, So all my siblings live in D.C. Um, I just, like I said, I left D.C. a couple of years ago, and I migrated to Texas. So that's where the accent is coming from. Yeah. Okay, so I I didn't know that you came to America as a teenager. I did. I actually did. Yes. And and let me tell y'all about Kevin. Y'all, Kevin fine. Kevin is fine. Kevin is fine. Kevin is an, a, a model by trade, I'm assuming, because Kevin is fine, y'all. And Kevin smells fucking amazing. 
uh, Kevin smells like money. And if you want to know what money smells like, just smell Kevin and you will feel rich. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. Just, just <laughs> had to throw that out there. So let's get into some things. I have a, um, I have a question for you that you don't know. but Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so y'all, just so y'all know what we're talking about, we're going to be talking about um, Clubhouse, of course. Uh, we can't have a conversation and not talk about Clubhouse because that's where we met. Absolutely. And we're going to also talk about some relationship stuff as far as like communication um, because I've had some issues with communicating in the past and I've experienced it currently and I'm just trying to figure out what's what's my problem with communicating. So Kevin's going to help me dissect that a little bit. But one of my questions to you is what was the first thought what was the first thing, what was the first thought that you had when you encountered me on Clubhouse? Ooh. Let me see. I got to think. I, I got I to <laughs> really think deep because, you know, I'm all about being honest. Yeah, so honestly. Give a, absolutely. Right. I want to be transparent. Um, absolutely. I'm trying to remember. It's been a year, Carter. Um, it's been a year since we've been on Clubhouse. And, you know, a lot of things have, you know, happened and transpired. And so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think back to when I first encountered you. I can't I don't remember. Yeah, I can't pinpoint what room it was or what moment it was. But my first memories of you um, is I would just remember you being one of the very few solo moderators. I, I always give you that. Like, it was you and just maybe one or the or two other people that actually had a club by themselves and hosting by themselves and moderating by themselves. And I always thought, you know, you were edgy and, and I don't want to say problematic, but your topics were, you know, you, you know, you were pushing the limits in terms of, you know, what you were talking about and just the way you were approaching, you know, the topics Uh and I, you know, and people will feel some type of way about that. So that was my first impression of you. Just like, oh, okay, he, you know, he ruffles some feathers. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, okay. I need to, I, I need to watch. I, I don't want to say watch my back, but I just need to observe uh-huh. um, before I insert myself. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep my eyes on you, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first impression. I legit was ruffling feathers that I didn't even know were ruffled. Like, people were like, yeah, I didn't like you back then. I said, I didn't know you, so I don't care. But it was it was very interesting how what you just said, a lot, of, a lot of people have told me that. Like, they liked my conversation, but they also noticed that other people were bothered by what I would do and say. So they would just keep their distance just to, you know, see how it unfolds or whatever. Yes, absolutely. I think my first and I don't remember my first encounter with you, but I remember the first time I thought you were, I wanted to get to know you more was when I asked you to be a part, um, when you were suggested by someone to be on my, uh, one of my judges for my PTR ball. Yes. And, um, cause I didn't, I, I talked to you before then, but I didn't really talk, talk to you. And I think after the ball, that's when I started to communicate with you more um, because you were really cool. You were great to have in the ball, a part of the ball. And it was, <laughs> it was a very controversial PTR ball. But Wasn't it? it 
It was. It was iconic. I don't care what the fuck they say. My ball was iconic. It was. But you you never like you you stay neutral in a lot of things. Like you really don't get involved in mess and you kind of just stay neutral. You know, you 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 don't you're not a punk or anything, but you stay neutral and you listen to both parties before you just ride the coattails of people, even if there are people that were in your own group. You know, you you always were able to stay neutral in yes. situations, and I truly appreciated that about you. Absolutely. And we're going to get more into that, of course, um, during this mm-hmm. broadcast, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's always been my position, even in real life. Um, I'm, I'm that kind of friend. Uh, I like to, you know, see both sides and then make my decision based off of that. Um, right. And that's kind of how I move um, in real life as well. Right. Okay, so let's get into it. So, Clubhouse. What what made you come to Clubhouse? Wow. Clubhouse. Okay. So, I got on Clubhouse December 17th of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to be very very big on Twitter. I I, I still kind of am, but not as much since um, I got on Clubhouse. Um, So... I was on Twitter like I always was, and then one of my Twitter friends invited me um, to Clubhouse. I didn't know what it was. I had never heard of it. Um, So I downloaded the app, and I got on it that day, and I just didn't understand how, you know, (laughs) how it worked. I I was confused. Um, I got on it um, the next day, and I started going to random rooms, and you know, hearing different people all over the world. And I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And I started to engage um, little by little. But originally, I just, it was random. I didn't have any, I didn't have any plan. I didn't have any motive. You know, some people get on there to expand their brands or to connect or to, I had no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to get on here and lie to you. I had no plan whatsoever. I just got on the app because I was bored. Right. Um, it was in the middle of the pandemic. We were home 24-7. Everything mm-hmm. was closed. I was like, I might as well get on, <laughs> on Clubhouse and talk to strangers. Um, I can't see my friends. We can't go out anymore. I can't travel. I'm just going to get on the app and talk. That was right. literally it. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, it kind of was the same for me. I joined. Um, I joined right before Christmas. And I got on the app because of the Lion King. No, yeah, because the Lion King, the musical, was on Clubhouse. And a friend was like, hey, you have to get on here. They're going to be doing Lion King live, you know. And I'm like, okay. So I was, like, in my kitchen doing something. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was cooking or cleaning or something. And I had the Lion King going. And it kind of felt like, it kind of felt like an old school radio. Like how, Mm -hmm. you know, our grandparents were, like, listening to movies and things like via the radio so i was like okay this is really cool and like they like the the lion king was amazing but the problem was i think back then that's when only a certain amount of people can be in a room and at some point you know if you got kicked out the room or whatever the case may be but i was able to do the lion king and then i just randomly got on i randomly got back on clubhouse and ran across um, what's the LGBT? 
Mm-hmm. And yep, J- JD's room is what really got me in the mix because that was the first place I started. And I was just was there in the audience, not, not really knowing what the hell is going on. And of course, the first room I go in is a demon time room. Oh, Lord. And that was my first like <laughs> room. And I'm like, I'm seeing dicks and titties and all this like people just and they talking about their sexual positions and sex, all these things. And I was nervous because uh, at that as someone who does struggle sometimes with their you know weight and image uh, images, I didn't know how people would receive me participating in these conversations. So I just stayed in the audience, and then I just decided to say, "What the hell?" and it was Will. Will brought me up from the audience. I PCR'd a picture of me in like this like lingerie situation. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I was, it was well received. I was getting a lot of compliments and things like that. And yeah, so it's so funny because when that, when that happened, I, for some reason, I thought that that's all Clubhouse was. Like, I, only, <laughs> I was like, I was logged in on a different day. Like, okay, where the sex rooms at? Like, where is the? <laughs> because that's all I knew. I'm like, what the fuck? Where is? Are they not doing another demon time room? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then that's when I found other places, and you know, and here we are now. Absolutely, but no. To your point, though, I want to make this very clear. Um, in November, November, December, the rooms at this on the gay side of the app was very sexually charged. Mm-hmm. And so the demon time rooms were every night, every yeah. night. Yeah. Every night. I, I, I'm going to say, I want to say it kept happening at least to like February of this year, like yes. between December and November and February every night. It was nasty as fuck on Clubhouse. Absolutely. Like, nasty. Like, we played, you know, you know, the fuck, marry, kill games, the, you know, it it was a lot. The question game, the PTR games. The PTR games. People would fall asleep on Clubhouse. Like, I legit would stay on Clubhouse to five or seven o'clock in the morning. Right. (laughs) And go to work and get back. Like, it was addictive. It was like a drug. Absolutely. It was a drug. It was a yeah. drug. And I don't, for those people who don't understand Clubhouse, like, my friends, I, I was neglecting my friends in real life. Yeah. Like, it would be days I wouldn't talk to my friends. And they would be like, bitch, are you alive? Like, what's I, going on? Yeah, I've fallen out with my <laughs> real friends in real life <laughs> because I was, um, <laughs> Spending way too much time on Clubhouse. Yeah, real talk. Like um, I stopped so watching yeah. TV. Like I was, I wasn't watching TV anymore. Like I would, I legit would get on Clubhouse. It, it's kind of like how you would think. Like if you play ever play video games, you say, "Okay, I'm gonna sit down for one game," mm-hmm. and then you look up. Five hours have passed. Like that's how Clubhouse was back then because the rooms were full of people. No one knew each other, so we're all getting to know each other. We're yes. all, you know, you're attracted to certain people. So, you know, you shooting your shot, you know, you are, I don't know. Like it was just, it was, it, for me, it was a breath of fresh air to see, to be in these spaces and see all these 
uh, fine black gay men. Ooh, beautiful people. Beautiful, beautiful people. Man. Right. Like, I'm like, I've never experienced this before because in Chicago, you know, it's not given that. It's all about, you know, the white gay culture. So mm-hmm. to see, like, black men, black gay men that are gorgeous and successful, like, really out here doing great work and have that good jobs, it was like, oh, let me tap into this and see, you Absolutely. know, if I could probably, if I could probably find somebody, you know, find my other half on Clubhouse. Like, I can't, I can't lie, like, that was in the back of my mind at the beginning. Like, maybe, maybe my, maybe my future husband is on Clubhouse. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that, that was short-lived, but, you know, it was, <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a thought. It definitely was. So, I can definitely relate. Let me ask you these two questions. What were some of your best moments on the app and some of your worst moments? Ooh. Best <laughs> moments and worst moments. Let's start with the best moments. Okay. Um some of my best moments on the app. Um the PTR, your PTR ball was definitely one of those because um, I, you know, I didn't know anything about the, um, the ballroom culture prior to the app. Mm-hmm. Like that's, again, that's another thing that Clubhouse helped me yes. open my eyes to. And I was like, oh, I learned a lot more about that whole culture. And so for me to even be in a position to judge and kind of like just, you know, <laughs> have my opinion, um, on it, it was like was super dope. Like I said, the turnout was great. Um, I felt like you know everyone was welcoming and respectful of at least what I had to say. Um, so that was a great moment for me. Another one um, of my best moments on Clubhouse, to be honest with you, was just the nights where we were playing games in my you know in my club. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, just those random nights we would stay up all night playing question games or playing um, we had this game yes we had this game called Mm -hmm. Tens and Chaps I love the idea that those nights were just a breath of fresh air it was just Mm -hmm. like wow Mm -hmm. we I'm literally in my bed on on the phone having so much fun like this makes no sense um, so those moments, I really cherish those, to be honest with you. Um, and then for the worst moment, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, I don't like washing my dirty laundry in public. Anyone that knows me in real life knows that I tend to mm-hmm. handle my mess behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> On Clubhouse, you know, Clubhouse will make you go through ups and downs in your relationships and um, situations. And so one of the worst moments for me was when me and um, some of my group members, um, unfortunately, had a public, like... Yeah, falling out. Falling out. Um, I think Uh that that I would have handled it differently. Now, looking back... Um, so yeah, so I think that definitely is my my worst moment on the app, you know, in total. Yeah, there's nothing okay. that tops that. What about you? 
Um, I would I would say the I would say also the PTR ball was uh, one one of my best moments. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, doing a big and bold PTR ball that would that was specifically catered to the bigger community. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who was all gonna come out. I didn't know if you know. I didn't know who was gonna show up. I didn't know if I was going to raise enough money at the day of the ball. I only had $200. So I was like, okay, I don't know where this is going to go, but let's just see. And the fact that I was able to get 300 people in my room um, and like consistently had at least 200 the entire night and raised almost $2,000 in that night to hand out to people, I felt like it was, I felt like it kind of put me on a different level. Um, it did. That people didn't think I could be on because people, I, I felt like people kind of shitted on me a little bit, not knowing if I could host an event like that. Yeah. And to see how big it turned out and to see the breakout rooms that happened a week Damn near two weeks after the ball, I felt like that put me like his events are dope as hell. And then the speed dating, yeah, the speed dating part one and two were great. Like the first one had like I had a whole bunch of people. The first one had a whole bunch of people. The second one, so I like how I was. I, I like how my events went on Clubhouse. That was one thing I was proud of that I. I hosted events. I was able to be creative. I didn't want to just open a social room. I love the fact that I'm able to create events. Um, I auditioned for a show on Clubhouse. You know, so I, I, I like those moments on Clubhouse. Um, and I like the I like the um, I like the people I got to know at the time. I will say the worst moment on the worst moments on Clubhouse for me. Um. I would say the whole thing that happened with Corey T was probably the worst moment for me. Okay. Um, because I I feel like it was such an easy narrative to run with mm-hmm. where there were a lot of people that did not give me the benefit of the doubt and I had hoped that they would because I felt like my character has at least shown them that, but I guess it didn't. But it also was also that same moment was also one of my favorite moments because there were a lot of people that believed me. There right. were a lot of people rooting for me even in that moment. And so even though that was a worse, one of the worst experiences, it also was one of my best because there were a lot of people rooting for me. Like the whole situation with, you know, that boy from Dallas, mm-hmm. the one I did yeah. a podcast on and all that stuff. Like yeah. people still, be- people, a lot of people believed me. And I think that I was worried that people wouldn't believe me, which I really shouldn't care what people think, but, you know, we're human. And so to find out that people did believe me, um, it kind of made me feel a little bit better because I think, I think what some, I think what we're guilty of with Clubhouse is that we didn't vet people as much as we would vet them if this was like off an app, if this was like, in real life. Yes. Yes. If this was real life, these people, some a lot of these people would not have this be in this close proximity to us. It would right. be a long vetting process. Like it would have been like, 
probably bust before you even got a phone number, you know? And we did not vet each other on Clubhouse. Like, we were in the rooms with people. Oh, you seem cool. Hey, here's my phone number. Hey, here's my Instagram. Hey, like, it was quick. And we allow people to get close or in and know certain things about us without truly vetting them. And I think that that started, that is where, um, that started to backfire on a lot of people on the app. Where you allow these people to get so close and then they, you either fall out with them and it's a public fallout or they used you and now, you know, now it's out there. They use your, your personal information to get back at you. Yep. Uh, things that you told them and, you know, in the privacy um, of you guys' it's own conversations or private exactly. conversations. And then they want to use that as a dagger when you are fall out publicly. And so the easy access definitely backfired on all of us. Yes. That. Yeah. What I will say, my biggest regret about Clubhouse is that I didn't get on before December. I wish I would have started before December. I feel like if I would have known about Clubhouse before December... I would have been able to do more branding and had more of a following. Um, and I regret not being in the heterosexual spaces more. Uh, that's one of my biggest regrets is I spent so much time in the black gay spaces that I forgot about this whole other world of, yeah. you know, cis head spaces that are hilarious as fuck. But that you don't watch- are entertaining yes. and I feel like I, I feel like there was a, I felt like there were moments where I because of my personality I would have fit in in a lot of their conversations you would have and, and I really hate that I'm just now like two months ago maybe three are is starting to go into these spaces but you know what's crazy I caught flack for that in the beginning because you know I don't know if you, you you probably picked it but I and a few other guys were one of the few ones that was always in the cis hetero spaces in the beginning. I was always in those spaces, and I caught flack. I caught a lot of flack for that in the beginning because people were like, "You think you're too, you're special? You, 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 you want to play over there, and then you come over here every now and then. Like you want to be cis head. Like January, December, a lot of people from the community." would use that against me, that I, I spent too much time over there. And then now, it seems as though everybody comes on that side for entertainment. So it's crazy. Oh, it's funny how, you know, the, table have, the tables have turned. Um, so were you originally, so were you originally one of the people, like, were you, like, in the group of, like, people like DeGerald that was yes. always in the straight spaces? That's, okay. that, that's how I met DeGerald. We were in the straight, um, straight yes, space man. together. Um, and, um, you know, he was always very vocal on that side. I was more so less vocal. I was in the audience, but I, I, I was there. They didn't, you know, most of them know of me because I was always in the audience or, you know, DMing. I mean, back then we didn't have back channels just yet. So I would DM on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, I would get on stage every now and then, but not as much. But yes, so I was the DJ roles and, and, and the Jamal's. Um, Jamal is always on stage as well, um, and a few other guys. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, it was not cool um, <laughs> to be on that side. I know DJ will cut a lot of flack as well. Um, but that's yeah, okay. Conversation. 
<laughs> okay, I remember that. I just didn't. I remember he did get a lot of flack for that. So yeah. okay, I remember that now, and I I didn't know you were a part of that. It's so interesting because I, I like I said, I hate it. I hate that I didn't go back and forth mm-hmm. in between the groups. Like I felt like it would have made my clubhouse experience um, a little bit better because I would have had. I, I mean, I liked being in the queer, but I mean, at that time, there were a lot of queer black people on the app, so yeah. there was a lot of us, but I do wish I would have been in both of those spaces. Like, I I feel like I would have been, I could have gone toe-to-toe with, like, well, no, I couldn't go toe-to-toe with, with, with Lydia, but I feel like I would have been <laughs> kind of, yeah, I thought I, I, Lydia's a beast, but she, she, knows, she has ways with her words when she really ain't saying shit, I'm just gonna be honest. Oh, uh, you gotta watch that one. But I feel like, um, like I have a like, like Hunter even said to me. She said, Hunter was like, "Where have you been?" She said, "I see that you've been on this app since December. Where have you been?" I said, "I've been on here," mm-hmm. and she was like, "I've never like Hunter. I never heard Hunter's name until Black Gate Black Gay Men Chat did their That's crazy, Claudia. I said, who, I'm, "Ain't that crazy?" I said, "Who is Hunter? Oh who my is God. that?" It's, that that just tells you how I was so I was in a box on Clubhouse. Like I was always in, you know, the same three groups. If if I wasn't making a club, I was in the same other three rooms. Right. That's it. So it was when I started to get tired of seeing all. The, I'll tell you the person who did it. Nile is the one who really entered. Like I just started following her. Mm-hmm. Because once I started connecting with Nile on Clubhouse, I started to just follow her into rooms. I'm like, what rooms are these? Like, where the fuck have I been? And I found Coco Connection because of Nile. And now I'm like a main staple in the Coco Connection room. Like yes. I'm all I'm I'm in there every morning. They lean on me for conversations. They talk to me. I'm 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 trying to become a moderator in there, so I that's something that. I'm working on. Shout out to Noel. Shout out to Noel. I love me some fucking Noel. <laughs> I, love I love I love Noel. I love um Jean, uh, Gina. I love Nakia. Um uh, Ray is Ray get on my nerve. Ray is cool. Reggie's cool. I love all of them. I love Ashley. Um and Tierra. I love them all. But yeah. I love I love it. And I'm like, wow, they're actually talking about things that I can participate in. And it doesn't have to be all about just being gay. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I started getting tired of just talking about gay. Like, I'm tired of talking about eating ass, sucking dick, getting fucked, who fucking who. Top, um, bottom of verse. Top, bottom of verse. Like, I just got tired of it. <laughs> and it's like, where else can I go? Because I'm more than just being gay. Mm-hmm. Like I can participate in these heterosexual conversations. Y'all go through the same shit dating that we go through. You know, we get cheated on too. You know, we have you know sleepless nights. So like I can have these conversations and just talk like you know and have it where you don't even know I'm talking about another man. You don't even know who I'm talking about. Maybe you do know right. because I said it, but I'm being treated as a normal person and not a gay person. I love that. And that's what I that's what I'm that's the that's what I was missing in staying in the queer rooms for so long. And now I'm 
able to go into all these other spaces. Like I, I be in there right with you, you know. I, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I see you in there. Yeah, but you know, but I get on stages. Like you like to sit. Like if I can get on the stage, I will get on the stage. Only people stages I'm not touching. I'm not. I'm not touching the Nick sales. They not finna. I, I, I'm not trying to ruffle their feathers. Like I'm not about to ruffle their feathers. <laughs> Yeah. Kendrick tried to get me one night and I said nope Hunter cut me off and just took care of it I said see mm-hmm. I love you because yes it's, I, it's certain stages I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in going on because I already know what the rhetoric is but there are other stages that I you know that I've graced like the barrio um, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know of Dr. B so I'm, I'm usually you know, I, you know if the topic is interesting and I feel like I can add something I'm going to come up if not, I'm just going to say in the audience. Um, yeah, shout out to Dr. B. Shout out to Herm. Yes. Shout out to um, shout out to Sed. Yes. You know, shout out to uh, DJ, DJ um, Hollywood. DJ Hollywood. Even yes. though Tsunami whooped your ass. Shout out to DJ he Hollywood. Definitely <laughs> shout out to y'all. I like the bar. I actually like the bar. I'm always on their stage. Me and Dr. Yes. B are cool. Yeah. Shout out. So I love it. I love. Um, Shout out to Hunter and Damani. I love, love them. them. Love, love them. Hunter. Hunter, I cherish you. You are a gem that this world doesn't even know about. Like love you, her. baby. The the wealth of knowledge that comes out of that child's mouth. When I like, tell you, where, where, like, where, like, who? I've learned so much from Hunter, and they don't even I, know that. They so don't much. even know how much I've learned from them. Um, love, so love, much. love them down. Damani, I love so. Hunter. And Demani, um, too. Yeah. I love Kimberly Cuts. Baby, I when love, I tell she you. She goes off. <laughs> Kimberly Cuts the fuck up. Kimberly's fucking hilarious. Like, when oh I tell you God. Kimberly is hilarious, Kimberly is fucking hilarious. I love it. I love, I love makeup. Shout like, out to makeup. Make, shout out to makeup. Makeup, first of all, makeup is drop dead gorgeous. That's drop dead right. motherfucking gorgeous. Yes. And... I, makeup stands on her stands on her shit. I love me some makeup. Love, love, love makeup. Who else? Um, since we're giving y'all shout outs on that side, let me see. Uh, I, I don't I don't mind Dr. Julio. You know, he he's annoying. Like he I don't like some of the things he say, but his rooms do be interesting. And yeah. what I like about I like when people read him for filth. Like people educate that man in his own rooms and that shit is hilarious to me. It is. Um no, I know y'all to have you know I, i'm not quite sure where y'all stand but i want to give a shout out to ion um as well oh we're, um, we're we're good we're good um he's a staple when it comes to the mm-hmm. app um, when yes. i came on the app he was already big way 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 back i'm talking about True. november november october like he he's a big deal already <laughs> really yep. um so shout out to ion and the exoticals i love 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 the damn Love them down. Yeah. Um, shout out to Yeah, we're good now. Great, great. I love that. Shout out to Nick, Nick at night. I want to shout Uh-oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nick sometimes. Shout out um, Nick. I'm not gonna shout out to Nick self, but there's one that I, you know <laughs> I personally, you know, have I like Kendrick's. Shout out to Sherwin. I know some people do some type of way. Oh, I know a different side. Oh, not Sherwin. Shout out to Sherwin. Um, listen, we struggle, but you know it is what it is. Listen, that has nothing to do with me. I um, like Curtis. I like Curtis. Uh, I like. 
<laughs> I like Curtis. I don't I've know what it, it is. I've but had I a like different Curtis. experience, but yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Nakia. Not Nakia. Um, Naika. Uh, Naika. Naika. Shout, Shout out to the Naika. presidential suite. Come on, everyone. Yes, Don Don Press, Shout out to Don Prez and B. James. Listen, Kobe. Listen, the recaps, the recaps be, you gotta be there. You got the, to be there to understand. The recaps are fucking like I've never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> never. Like, never. I've never seen anything like that in my life. That's crazy. Um, shout out to CJ. I like her. I like CJ. Shout out to CJ, yeah. I like um, CJ. Um who else? I feel like that's Shout out to Sandido. Now I know y'all feel some Girl. people feel some kind of way about him, but there's one thing I'm gonna say. At least he's honest about his shit. He's a content creator. He's on the app for content. And everybody knows that. It's kind of like, you already know what you're dealing with. There's no way I can hit on that. And he's actually building a platform outside of Clubhouse and linking both. So I cannot hit on that. Okay, my only thing with Sam, my only thing with him is that his head is large. Like, he knows he's the shit. And that's my only issue with him is because he knows he's a shit. He, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't, uh, uh-uh. uh, I, I ain't even touch that. Uh, <laughs> no shade, no shade, Sam okay, Beatle. Okay. Please, please, please don't, do- please don't clip me. Don't, don't, dox me. Please don't. <laughs> You're going to end up on ground voices. Okay. Careful, okay. I mean, <laughs> don't put, well, you can put me on ground voices. I don't care. Uh, if you're gonna shout him out, we might as well shout out shout out his counterpart. Um, Who? What's that boy name? Uh, we we might as well shout out. Fre- um, was it Freddie? Fre- oh, Freddie was a little. Oh lord. We might might as well shout his his problematic ass out. If you're gonna shout out Sam, he be doing the most. He does. <sighs> okay, let's okay let's let's get done. With, okay, we're done with that. But see yes. y'all for, for you queer for you gay folks that listen to this pod the listen to this podcast who own Clubhouse, y'all are missing out on a whole nother world. Broaden your horizons, go into other fucking rooms, listen, get be entertained like us, get in community. I've gained at least in the past three months, I've gained at least three hundred followers yes. from being over there. Thanks. And I mean, listen, it, it's, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so my next question, we actually spent all that time shouting out city spaces. That's hilarious. That's crazy. So, <laughs> um, did you, hmm, did this, did this app show you that men still ain't, niggas still ain't shit? Unfortunately, Yes, um, it did, and and I want to take some accountability um, on my part as well. I'm not going to put that on on all of them because in the in the beginning, and I, and you spoke about this a little bit when we started. You know, when I got on the app and I got in these rooms and I saw all these beautiful people. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of <laughs> I overextended myself, and I kind of. <laughs> I kind of felt like, oh, I can, you know, this easy access. I can DM this person. I can get to know this person. I, well, I think yeah. this person is interesting. Maybe we could talk. Maybe we could date. You know, we could, you know, date on dates or talk right. about meeting each other. Like I would just overextend in that way, and that shit got me burnt. 
quickly. <laughs> um, so because what I what I got to realize is it, it doesn't matter if it's Clubhouse, it doesn't matter if it's Jack, it doesn't matter if it's Grinder, it's the same shit. And so um so yeah, to answer that question, yeah, Clubhouse just if anything, Clubhouse kept it real with me. Like, hey, some of these people are just who they are. Um, just use them for what they are and move on. You can't you can't expect more than what they're giving to you. And so you gotta take wow. that. And that's kind of the, that's the lesson I got. Um the app when it comes to that topic, honestly. What about you? Um hmm. let's see. Um, you know, I feel as though that th- this app, I have never seen so many victims in my life. Um with 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 people and Liars. I mean, I knew um, I knew that there this app was full of you know people, but I guess again, not vetting people correctly, I kind of just assumed that everybody was a good person. Uh, everyone had good intentions, mm-hmm. um, and I I was open to I was open to a lot of people that I probably shouldn't have been so open to. Yes, and I think that. No one understands what the true meaning of the word accountability is on this app. Um, everyone wants to um, do the oppression Olympics on this app. Uh, everyone wants to have the worst trauma. Like, my trauma is worse than yours. You know, everyone wants to fight for that that top spot of having the worst trauma. And then guys are just not honest. Like... The blat the blatant lies like in your face on this app, as if the shit ain't gonna come back up. The one thing about Clubhouse is Clubhouse is the true definition of what is done in the dark comes to the light. Yes, baby. Yeah. Clubhouse is the true definition because people <laughs> think that it's just an audio app. You in rooms and the shit ain't gonna resurface. Baby, screen records have screen records and um. Screenshots, and now we got clips. <laughs> and now that we got clips and back channels, people That's have true. really shot themselves in the fucking foot with people. But I think what really ruined it for for me and for people in Clubhouse is people found an app to come on where they can be whomever they want you to believe they are, and you really have no way of validating if it's true or not. Like, legit, people could come on Clubhouse, they can have a, a, a different name, and just post a picture. They don't have to have their social medias attached. And you have no choice but to believe what they tell you. Right. And I think that once people started meeting each other and seeing the things that you said to me six, seven months ago is not what is given right now. I think a lot of people's um, perception of each other start, started to change. That's very factual. Like, okay, you were giving that you had endless, unlimited supply of money on Clubhouse, but when it was time to link up for a trip, you weren't available. Mm-hmm. Or if we did link up on this trip, 
child, you ain't giving what I thought it was going to give. And of course, the only reason I'm judging you that way because you presented something else differently to me. And I've noticed that now, even when I have met people off of Clubhouse, even if I were interested in dating them, some people exuded a, a, a type of confidence and, you know, presence about themselves on social media. And then when you see them in person, I kind of feel like the person I felt I was attracted to was the person on Clubhouse. But on in real life, you're not even that person. Right. And that's what I have encountered in almost everyone that I have met off the app that was in a romantic way. Um, if it was in a friendship way, I've also noticed a lot of people were not, you know, given that same energy. Right. I think that some people got on the app and played a role. It's yes. like you get on the app and you see how other people or the attention that other people are getting for being a certain way and now mm-hmm. you want to like play a character to kind of gain followers yes. and kind of gain attention as well and and, and you know you, you you play into that and, and and i'm not judging i'm just telling you what oh, happens on the app. um and so those some of those people that's what they did and unfortunately that always comes back to bite yes it's like you know and then people started forgetting the, the lies that they told Mm-hmm. It starts adding up. <laughs> yeah, and I think that 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 was because people started to become more comfortable in who they are. People started to become more comfortable in who they are. Like we literally were talking to each other more than we talked to our family. Facts. Like if there's 24 <laughs> hours in a day, some of us were on Clubhouse at least 16 hours out the day, and would would work. And the fact that people are working remotely. And we're heavily working, heavily working remotely Mm -hmm. at the end of 2020 and beginning of 21. You know, we could be on Clubhouse and work at the same time. Absolutely. And so, you know, you got to know people at a fast pace. And I think, yeah, it was a lot. And so just so y'all know, there is a part two to this conversation with me and Kevin. I'm going to be completely honest about anything that Kevin wants to ask me about anyone off of Clubhouse. Mm. I'm going to allow Kevin to ask me whatever, and then we're going to get into the rest of our conversation. But you guys are are going to have to tune in next week for that. But this is the end of part one with me and Kevin, but we will be bringing you back a part two. So, Kevin, how did you feel? How do you feel? I feel amazing. This was really great like going back into time and you know memories about you know the beginning of clubhouse um our journey and talking about all of that and where we are right now um it's a beautiful journey so yes i enjoyed the conversation so some of the next questions we're going to ask in the next segment are more about clubhouse and then we're going to get into relationship talk but Again, like I said, you guys are going to tune in to part two of me and Kevin's conversation. But don't forget to um, share this link. Um, Kevin, um, tell the people how they can follow you. Yes. So you can find me on Clubhouse at <laughs> Kevrique. That's K-E-V-R-I-Q-U-E. Sorry. And on Instagram, I think it's the same thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, yeah, Kevrique1, 
So K E V R I Q U E one on Instagram. And find him on Instagram and get y'all life because this this man loves to take pictures, okay? Um, but yes, um, so me and Kevin are going to holler at y'all later. Bye. Bye. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email.